Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fun-filled nonsense retrospective. We're Devin and Rick. Say hello. Hello, Devin and Rick. Yeah, uh, and you said you wanted to start with something today, so I'm going to toss over straight to you. Oh, you completely misinterpreted my words. I said okay. uh, I said when we start the show proper, we talk, start talking about the topic, throw to me. Okay! Yeah. <laughs> so, um... You can tell the amount of preparation we had for this. So, yeah, we're going to start then then with our time-old tradition of the nonsense asinine hypotheticals. And... We both got one today. What's your one for me? Yes, let's pretend you didn't already bollock it up. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, buddy. Um, My question is a a nice, simple one. Real or fake, doesn't matter, but you instantly gain the knowledge and skill of one form of martial art. Which one do you choose? Uh, And you know what? Just to make life easier, you can't pick a fighting style from Dragon Ball Z. You don't get key powers. (laughs) Um... Because that's bullshit. <laughs> Pick a lightsaber form, I guess, because it kind of assumes you, you, you don't, have the force. You don't get a lightsaber from it. Like, you don't get a lightsaber, but you can you can use the force and hit people with a stick, which is all pretty much anyone ever wanted when they play with a lightsaber out in the world. It really, because... really bums me out. Whenever we have this type of fucking question, it always defaults to fucking lightsabers and Star Wars with you. Yeah, yeah. I... All right, I'm, I'm going to... Yeah, okay, so... well, I'm going to alter my question. It can't involve weaponry. You don't gain mystic ah. bullshit from it. It's just the fighting style. Uh, the problem with that is my second choice would have been ninjutsu, which kind of isn't a real style, but it's it's kind of built together from different styles and supported by gadgets and subterfuge. Well, the problem with ninjutsu is you got to be a bit more specific than that, because ninjutsu is a very broad term, because do you mean yeah. like the fucking Sarangan from fucking Naruto, or do you mean literal fucking like, I'm going to be a spy and like, <laughs> shit I like think that. The, I think the spy stuff is more obviously realistic because that's what they actually did and how ninjutsu just actually worked uh, because if you pick Naruto then that's basically I want every power every from every time to be infested with some kind of demon fox to make friends with it <laughs> and like I have a colossal sword bigger than clouds and it can shoot lasers well here's the thing right Um, with uh, with realistic nin- well ninjas as it were uh, there was always two types you've always got to remember there's ninjas themselves and then there's also shinobi Yeah. and shinobi is more like secret police than I'm going to spy on shit which is still spying in its own right when you think about it, but yeah, it, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. really a martial art form so much as a career. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, what I think of a lot of the time is the uh, you know the guys in socks going across rooftops and uh, <laughs> dropping into someone's house, stabbing him in the neck, and then leaving. Sure. <laughs> um, if that's not martial arts enough, then I mean you could pick it and we can end the question. But like, I yeah, don't we'll, think we'll, it... we'll pick nin- we'll pick ninjutsu and we'll expose that I don't know enough about any other martial arts to be able to pick them over nin- over being a goddamn ninja. <laughs> Fair enough. You want to learn but parkour my... and stab people. Got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get the ability. I don't have to learn it. It just comes. <laughs> but my one for you is a bit tried to today. We're going to be talking about Sentai spin-offs today, if you've not seen by the title card. My question for you is, you get to join the ancillary cast of one of these shows. For, for example, like we're not going to talk about Power Rangers, but the example is like joining Zordon's house and being like a buddy with Alpha, his assistant, or even his replacement. Which one do you pick, and which one do you join, and why? I get what you're saying, but who the fuck wants to replace a robot butler? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can replace Alpha. I'd rather not. <laughs> he seems like a bitch. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's all Alpha does is the bitch work. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's better for the other shows, though, to a degree. Sure. Because the other shows don't have Alpha. <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> his, like, his only his only gag is just I am alpha. I get upset at things and go ay ay ay. Yeah, literally. If you say alpha, my brain goes ay 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 ay. It's like that's they, all he was. They even have the fucking song in the Power Rangers movie. Shut in the up. Credits of oh, have you not heard it? Well, not for it's a... the I, it's the ay 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 song and it's ay 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 ay. I choose to believe that you've made this up on the spot, and I'm going to move on with my life in blissful ignorance. And um, I, I, I love that song so much as a kid. I had to go and replay the credits just to listen to it. Sad, sad, strange little child. Um, yeah, this is before YouTube. Yeah, no, I know. I too was just born on the cusp where my I couldn't just go, that was cool, I'm going to watch it again. Type, 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 yeah, type, type. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. You winkers, you've got it easy. <laughs> yeah, man. We couldn't pause live TV. If you, no. mi- you miss Pokemon that week, you don't get to see what Pokemon Ash captured slash got his ass owned by. No, no, no. <laughs> um, slightly forgotten the question. I'm replacing someone in Power Rangers, but not a Power well, Ranger. Well, yeah, you, you can either replace or join one of the, like, butler teams. So, not Alpha, but, like, maybe Alpha, but in one of the other things in, like, uh, Beetleborgs, uh, VR Troopers, uh, Mass Rider, all that shit. I don't want to live in a world with Super Sentai characters, and I'm not one of the Super Sentai characters. <laughs> that being said, I would totally serve Rita Repulsa because she is cute. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I think is a very, 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 very shallow and bad reason to, you know, literally betray your race. <laughs> that race being humans, not white people, I promise. Oh boy, yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah, joining Rita's actually a pretty fun one because, you know, it might make for some good telly. You've got an actual human joining Rita. It's like, Rita, do we really want to take over the planet? I can make you tequila. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I, I've got this five-point pl- five plan. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Oh, for those listen. of you listening on audio, like I, I forgot how many nut fingers were five. <laughs> we, we, listen, listen. You want to take over the world? We need to start with teenagers. Now, I don't know if you know this, Rita, but male teenagers are incredibly easy to manipulate. All we need is you in a bikini for like five minutes, and we've got an army. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, like Red Ranger, Black Ranger, Blue Ranger. All right, the Blue Ranger's gay. Maybe not him, but Black Ranger and Red Ranger. We can manipulate those. And I don't know. Mm. The Blue Ranger might be a furry. We could do something with Goldar. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I, I don't know what the dude's like. Man, that dude's story is tragic. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Ugh. And, like, even in-universe, he did the opposite of he went from being a ranger to just being Alpha's number two. Hey, to be fair, I always liked Billy. Yeah. It's, it's it one of the reasons... keeping him in the cast, yeah. It know. was one of the reasons why Turbo had an easy grip on my brain. It's like, hey, Blue Ranger! He was my favourite until Tommy showed up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not Tommy. Is it Tommy? Yeah, well, Tommy was... Uh, green, white, green. Yeah? green, yeah. Green and white, and yeah. green, white, and then red, and then black later on. On. Yeah, Yo, I, don't, I wasn't watching at that point. Who cares? He's a team unto himself, is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't want to live in a world. <laughs> you don't want to live in a world where you're not a Power Ranger. <laughs> if Power Rangers exist and you're not a Power Ranger, your life sucks. Yeah, yeah. It does. Unless you're Bulk. Yeah, Bulk yeah, does yeah. well off the Power Rangers existing after the teenage years, anyway. Yeah, Bulk and Skull. <laughs> yeah, but Skull um, pisses off for a while on a trip to Tahiti or some yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, he buggers off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we managed to fucking squeeze ten minutes out of that, so that's not bad. <laughs> Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. But yeah, today we're talking about, well, we talked about Power Rangers in the past, we're talking today about the Power Rangers spin-offs. 
Not um, spin-offs, just things that come under the same umbrella. Although, they kind of are spin-offs, because like Big Bad Beetleborgs, for example, uses footage from another Super Sentai show, and Super Sentai has oh, always been owned by Toei, so... Yeah, pretty sure they all do. Um, uh, Beetleborgs does the obvious thing of they use one season's worth for, for, for the... One series for the first season, another series for the second season, and they, the thing that it was based on ended, so they had to end that as well, rather than, you know, making their own actual high production values costumes and continuing. <laughs> um, absolutely, but Big Bad Beetleborgs, and we'll get into it when we start talking about it, is interesting when, as far as it comes to Sentai shows in that they focused more on the sitcom dumb stupid shit than they yes. did the actual Super Sentai stuff, but we'll get to it when we get to it. Rick, do you remember yeah. what I said before we started the podcast, which you kind of spoke for the audience? Yeah, I'm going to toss over to you for this. Yes, uh, there's two things I want to dwell on before we get into anything else. First things first, let's discuss what Super Sentai actually means. Rick, do you know what this means? Uh, As far as I'm aware, it is a team of humans who transform into costumed humans and they gain their power not only from the transformation, but also from their camaraderie. That's That's not a bad take. I have the official definition written for me right here. It's a paragraph. Are you ready? Okay. In every Super Sentai series, the protagonists are a team of people who, using wrist-worn or handheld devices, transform into superheroes and gain superpowers, aka colour-coded uniforms, signature weapons, sidearms, and fighting skills, to battle a group of otherworldly supervillains that threaten to take over the Earth. In a typical episode, the heroes fought the enemy's plans and defeat an army of enemy soldiers and the monster of the week before an enlarged version of the monster confronts them, only to be defeated again when the heroes fight it with their mecha. Each Super Sentai series is set in its own unique fictional universe, Various TV, video, and film specials feature a team up between one or more teams. And, you know, it's a bit more um, all sort of combined into one canon universe when it comes over to the West in the form of Power Rangers. But that is the definition of Super Sentai. Thank you. I'll take a bow. Um. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) But yes, we know about the crossovers as well because um, in Series 3 of Mighty Morphin, we have a Kamen Rider crossover. Yeah, we do. That was was basically the soft pilot for the, the Masked Rider adaptation show series, which I actually liked. I also <laughs> liked it, but I, um, unlike you, I probably got introduced into a bit of a unique fashion in that um, this is going to be such a British thing. Car boot sales, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, my mum bought a tape for like a pound, and that was my that was my gateway and pretty much my only knowledge of Master Rider for a long time. Very interesting <laughs> thing about Master Rider in yep. Japan, Kamen Rider, they're all different people. Yes, it's they a are. team Absolutely. of Kamen Riders in the West. It's one dude who gets different suits. Yeah. He does um i think he got three before they finished it um and the middle one they thought okay we're gonna use a couple of episodes of this but it was literally just a couple of episodes it was basically the first suit and the third suit for the entire series with a couple of episodes of oh you can be super gold but why would you want to be when super blue is apparently better <laughs> in every way <laughs> I, d- I remember i had a toy once and i don't know how i got this toy but i'm gonna assume it's a car boot sale again because you know cheap yeah. um but it was a a really big figure like well yeah. compared to a child let <laughs> I'm sure it was, I'm sure it was only about like that tall, but to a child that's like a third of your height. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Of just Kamen Rider, and that yeah. was it. He didn't have anything special. He could move his arms, but I fucking loved that thing. I wish I still had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that actually sounds like a really good figure to have because like gone. Sorry, Kamen Rider. He was the, like he, like you say, he was the only guy in that. So you, you you have the entire team in the palm of your hand, but like, mm. you didn't have to buy like seven fucking color coded rainbow troopers. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Um, I can I can actually think of the best uh, parallel because everyone owned one of these at least in Britain because yep. it was popular in Britain he was the same yep. size as an action man
Man. Okay. That's how, that's how big we're talking. Yeah, yeah. They the, they did Power Rangers ones about that size as well. I think when um, when Dragon Zord was new, it automatically got bundled with a Green Ranger. Mm, makes sense. Um, where and that was the only way to get a Green Ranger one of those. You had to buy the Dragon Zord. So <laughs> <laughs> um, so it kind of pulled you into. But if you only cared about the robots, it pulled you into buying the other f- person figures. If you only cared about the person figures, it pulled you into buying the other robots. That so, aimed more at collectors than at kids, though. I imagine. I suppose. Yeah. 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 But but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Um, I'm seeing as we're on Kamen Rider. I didn't think we'd get to it till a bit later, but um, I actually still own some Kamen Rider merchandise. Oh, nice. It's one of the few things I bought in Japan. Yeah, like, it's still something that... Are you swatting the... There's a fucking piece of fly. dust flying in the world. Oh, a piece of dust. Okay. Like, you can't see it on the camera, but I can fucking see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, Kamen Rider is something that, as, to my knowledge, is still ongoing in Japan to this day. And even without that, it still, like, holds a massive place in the cultural zeitgeist. It's one of my few regrets, but I'm, I'm going to go to Japan again in, in my lifetime at least once yeah. but one of yeah, my yeah. one of my regrets is is I didn't go to the Kamen Rider cafe uh, yeah, yeah. I've seen the menu <laughs> it's great I've seen the interior because of footage from one Wooly Versus mm. it, it looks fun and I just I need to go there once in my life and it's going to be a point I make to go to the next time I visit but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I told you this before I've, I've told you the story of how I got these I went to an old old wizened Japanese man on Akihabara yes had a basically a store that was just a mountain of crap inside and I was just like flabbergasted it looked like a hoarder's house but um (laughs) but and i'm a big dude it was very difficult for me to move and shift through stuff and i found a bunch of tiny little boxes of and listen if you if you're listening bandai because i'm pretty sure you still own it might be hasbro that owns the toy rights now but uh if you're listening make these a thing for every sentai series because i will buy every one because they are fucking cool and i'm sorry Mm. for people listening on the audio you're not going to be allowed to see this uh go on to youtube and visit but these man (laughs) yeah the little tiny helmets that's all it is i've got three of these little fuckers they're so cool sorry they're very dusty i i had to dig them up because i knew we were doing the this, this show today <laughs> but um they're so fucking cool all it is is a tiny little helmet this one's lost one of its antenna because i, f- I moved it a bit too hard yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's um <laughs> It's fucking great. Um, I want them to always do this. Yeah, it's, it does. Like you say, it does seem like a, a really simple and neat little thing to have. And if you're a turbo nerd, you can even stick it on the front of your car instead of like a uh, of like the Rolls Royce symbol. They're, or whatever. They're, they're made of plastic; they won't last. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> but man, if you if you did that, I I don't even watch Power Rangers. I don't care if you, the brand new series of Power Rangers went. Look, buy these little busts. I'd be like, yeah, I'm buying all of them. They look cool. <laughs> but um, alas, it isn't to be. But yeah, um, I get. I'm pretty sure I told this on the podcast. I might not have done so. I'm just going to dwell on it a little bit more. This little old Japanese man yeah. was so happy to have people buying stuff from him. He did it to everyone who went in the store. Although other, it used to be other Japanese people, not just me and my white as fuck friend. Um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but when I went to buy them, um, he didn't speak English. Don't expect him to. He's an old Japanese man. I know everyone's like, oh, they speak good. Not everyone speaks English. I don't know where that myth has come from. Um, some people well, speak ev- a bit of it. Sure. Everyone has to learn English in school in modern times is the is where that comes from, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, but we all have to learn French, but I can't speak French. Oué, le bibliothèque. It's just the fucking Bibliotech means library. Memes. That's all yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> he was so happy and he went, oh, uh, d- d- words in Japanese I cannot repeat because I don't know Japanese. And um, he got a pen uh-huh. and on the side of the boxes was a list of names in Japanese. <laughs> so I yeah, didn't fucking yeah. know anyway. And he just crossed off the box of each uh, e- each name on each of the box. And uh, he was telling me what mask I was getting. Oh, cool. And so I'm like, knew. that's awesome. It didn't help because I can't read Japanese. 
knees. Oh yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> but it did help in the in the respect that I knew I was getting three different ones. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that. That is a good thing because how much does it suck to get blind bags and get the same fucking thing? Yeah. Right, when you don't have friends who are getting the same blind bags that you can trade with. I don't think I could, apart from you potentially. I can't think of anyone who actually likes Kamen Rider amongst my friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, and even and even then, like the only one that I know very well is like the iconic old one. That's you know the one that looks like an ant. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's as you said, it's iconic. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, went off on a bit of a spiel. We can tick Kamen Rider off our list. Uh, we're gonna do do a little bit more on it when we. Hmm. We'll do it now because we're we're on the topic. Okay. So <laughs> Kamen Rider, it wasn't the first one that they released, uh, but it was the first one that people cared about, <laughs> Be- simply because of that crossover episode. They changed a couple of things from the crossover episodes law to fit in with something that could be you know, televised and actually work as a TV show um, proper. I'm pretty sure it only lasted for one season. In the West, um, almost definitely. Yeah. yeah. In Japan, and... it still goes on to this day. Yeah. <laughs> he had a family. He had a little Furby, which I think his name, I think the Furby's name was actually just Furbus. Dude, I couldn't tell you. Like, I, I remember the action scenes, I remember the costume, and I remember the bike. That's all I remember. Yeah. And he had a he had a gemstone in the middle of his forehead to show that he wasn't a human, but he could hide it when he had to pretend to be human. Okay. Um, so basically, they just took it off, took it off the actor. <laughs> um, but yeah, he had a bike, he had a car, and the car and the bike snarked at each other. Yeah, so if Kit um, had a, bra- a younger brother. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the car was a sassy woman, and the bike was a uh, a bit of a like a jock brat kind of bloke. So yeah, if Kit had a younger brother. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and yeah, he. I think we touched on it before. He evolved from his classic one to the gold, and then the blue. The blue one had water powers. He could go underneath someone as a JPEG and then come up behind them and hit them in the head. They didn't have JPEGs back then. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a bitmap. <laughs> oh, God. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember the music being. I remember the. the I remember the music being Japanese opera as fuck. It was like do 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 do, and like the only lyrics to the uh, theme tune were just some guy in the background going Mask Rider. Mask Rider. Yeah, that seemed to be what they did to a lot of Japanese stuff in the 90s, because they did it with Dragon Ball Z as well, didn't they? Yeah. It was, yeah, oh, yeah granted, yeah. it wasn't quite as gruff and ruffled, but it was like turning a fucking upbeat weird song into a dragon, 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 that shit. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, uh, well, at least they actually wrote their own song. Well, I'm pretty sure they wrote their own song for this as well. But weirdly, I heard the same, like, themes and light motifs from the, from the tunes in other shows in the fight like, in, like, the, the following years. So it it might have been one of those things like the equivalent of Dover Syndrome these days for YouTubers but for like content creators that were televised back in the day you got these kind of like royalty free grandiose sounding bits of music that you just use or at least cheaply sure man sure um, but yeah that's pretty much for Mass Rider if we're done um, on Mass Rider I do need to loop back because I didn't mean to, for us to go to Mass Rider straight away sure we need to talk about what birthed the Sentai genre do you know what, what show birthed Sentai uh, I actually don't. You're not going to believe me. Spider-Man. I can kind of see it. In the 70s, Toei and Marvel yeah. came to an agreement, and this was before Marvel was owned by Disney, um, yeah. where uh, Toei could use anything from Marvel for I think it was like three years, and in return Marvel could do the same for a Toei property. Yeah. Uh, Toei chose Spider-Man, Marvel chose a couple of fucking fighting robots to make comics of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, the interesting thing about the Japanese Spider-Man is it's fucking nothing to do with Spider-Man. The, okay. Pretty much the only thing... <laughs> 
basically, I'm pretty sure the, the owner, whoever was in charge of projects, went, "That's a cool costume. I want that." Yeah. And then didn't fucking read the comics, because um, <laughs> um, dude in lycra does things and kicks people. The only thing they got is the name and the fucking costume. All right, uh, you're gonna see me all lit up for a moment. I apologize. So aside from the name and the costume, it's yeah. got fuck all to do with Spider-Man. Okay. Do you want to hear the yeah, j- yeah. the uh, Japanese Sentai Spider-Man's origin story? Go ahead. Spider-Man gets his powers from a dying, soon-to-be-dead alien from space. Specifically, this alien came from the planet Spider. Planet Spider. <laughs> That's it. Okay. That's how he got his powers. Oh, okay. also, he gets a cool robot called Leopardon. Leopardon. Um, okay. <laughs> um, uh, 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 you know what? Reading that back, it might be Leopardon. Because <laughs> that's how you well, spell leopard, and I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, le- le- Leopardon. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Le- I-, I like Leopardon. <laughs> <laughs> so do I, but, um, but yeah. Uh, do yourself a favor when you got for like five minutes. Google Leopardon, and you will see literally the most generic Sentai robot ever. And this is what well, caused Toei to pretty much insert Mecha into every Sentai show ever. Because the yeah. toy was so popular with kids. Because no fucking shit. Yeah, absolutely. Now, here's the thing. Like, now that you said it, I can kind of see it. Because, like, Mass Rider, they're all based off bugs. Yep. Like, those are all... When you look at it backwards, outside looking in, yes, they are evocative of Spider-Man. Because he's got his big googly eyes on his costume. Mm-hmm. He doesn't... Well, obviously, he can't... He's meant to see through them. But if you had them on your costume, you wouldn't be able to fucking see through them. No. Because uh, they're just white. And, uh... <laughs> and yeah, all of the Mass Riders have the big bug eyes. Like, even the ones that have them understated still have them. They still have that kind of I mean, I'm looking, going on. I'm looking at all three of mine. They're all fucking... Look at that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like um, it's like Luchador Venom went to Pride. Okay, that one's a bit more normal, but but still. That's, that's, that's Sorry, the one that did you just look. say Luchador Venom goes to Pride? Yes. <laughs> oh, God, if this was a review, that would be the title. <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, here's a fun fact. I was, uh, I did a lot of research for today's show. Yeah. Mostly on this Japanese Spider-Man bullshit. Um, the costume for the Mecha of Lepardon mm-hmm. got so fucked up from fight scenes and eventually stolen. Oh boy. Which meant that um, pretty much every Mecha fight scene at the end of an episode ends the same way because they couldn't shoot new shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that? Oh yeah, I guess that's well, that would be where that comes from as well, isn't it? If, if you didn't want to damage your prop, then yeah, you would like kill the enemy with a ranged attack, wouldn't you? Yep, and that's exactly what they did every episode. Yeah, it was like, he fr- yeah, he threw yeah. his... I can't even remember the exact description, but it's like a bone thing, like a boomerang. A bone meringue, if yeah. it, as it were. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, he's a Marowak. Um, yeah. <laughs> Origin of Marowak, Japanese Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, this is also kind of like the initial, at least, example that I can think of, of Marvel being stupid with properties. Um, yeah. Not because they gave it to Toei. That was a fair trade. That's all good. But um, like um, the... The story's bullshit and has nothing to do with Spider-Man, but Stan Lee yeah. and a bunch of people at Marvel went, it's cool, though. It's an interesting way to take the character. And in fact, um, I also found out that this specific Spider-Man is allegedly going to be appearing in the sequel to Spider-Verse. Obviously That's not, pretty cool, Obviously actually. not, probably not the live-action actor and action, but the actual character, I can't remember the specific name, but the Japanese Peter Parker, basically, who's not Penny Parker. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, the one, that's, the one that's not a weeb, just just is actually Japanese. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because his power set is completely different. It'll be an interesting 
interesting addition to the cast, so, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, Penny Parker's was as well, like, she had the mecha. Yeah, well, I, 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 it's going to be interesting to see how they how they tackle it, I'll put it that way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Marvel's licensing issues. They uh, they had the license, they did a 41 episodes, or 31 episodes, I forget the exact number, of this show. Because Marvel owned it after the deal went up, they couldn't release VHS tapes after the fact. So the only VHS tape in Japan that existed for a long time contained episode 1 and episode 31, and I assume that's because they didn't have the Spider-Man costume in them. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it wasn't until 2006, 2007, where Toei got an agreement with Marvel to actually let them release a fucking complete disc set so people okay. in Japan could, you know, relive it. But yeah, this series is from, like, the 70s, so it would be really interesting to see how well that's sold. But, uh, yeah, Marvel is <laughs> shit when it comes to licensing agreements. We all know this. They gave uh, their two biggest franchises away, Spider-Man and X-Men, to uh, Fox and Sony, respectively, with the condition yeah. of, you own the rights to film these as long as you release a film a year, which led to a lot of really shit films because they were like, ah, we need to do it for the license. Fucking dead and all. Yeah. yeah, um, like, even in theme park terms, they just gave away the, um, as much as they wanted of the Marvel license to Universal. Oh, yeah. So, in in Universal Studios, there is a Marvel village where the X-Men go around on quad bikes and greet people in costume. That's dumb, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> the X-Men ride is a waltzer, and it's Storm... You, you know, the, there's, there's teacups at Disney where you can power how fast you spin the, the car that you're in by to a thing in the middle. Um, they do the same thing for X-Men and it's Storm's teacups. <laughs> okay, so why do you call it a waltzer though? That's just that's just Well, it's, it's, it's kind of like a waltzer, but it's like it's like a hand-powered waltzer. Oh, that's the actual name of the fucking mechanic you you're doing using. Yeah, cuz the the waltzer um normally is one where you sit in it and it goes around on turntables and it's turntables within turntables and they all spin. So you can either be not spinning at all or spinning four times as fast depending on moment to moment. Where Whereas with these, you're in control with how fast you're spinning and what direction. Yeah, but they 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 got that at Fort Park, so I just assumed that's what teacups were like. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's basically the teacup. Um, the the teacup way is a little bit more for everyone because you get three kids in there, they're only going to be able to move it at kid strength. You get three like rugby players in there, one of them's going flying. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, <laughs> for real though, that's probably one of my fondest memories of Fort Park. Is there was four of us in a teacup. I'm a big dude. I'm not the strongest dude in the world, but I'm big, and mass gives you a bit more strength whether you like yeah. it or not so yeah, yeah. you got me and you got three other people all men on yeah. the on the teacups in Fort Park we're only there for one reason <laughs> see how fast you can make it go <laughs> <laughs> so you got you got four fucking pricks just go I'm, I'm, I'm giving it my all as well I'm going as I'm fucking thinging but there's a certain point like that I feel like they've got a limit to them where they, it's going a certain speed and you just can't add to it yeah you can't yeah after a certain point which sucks um, so hard because you feel like you're weak in that moment you're like come on yeah you can feel the thing resisting you like <laughs> otherwise they've got they've got the Hulk which has got an axe <laughs> sorry I'm just imagining the Hulk spinning teacups <laughs> <laughs> he's <Uh-oh>. gone <laughs> Hulk smash! But this time yeah. we go on little teacup. Yeah, it's got a it's got a <laughs> rocket it's got a rocket launch um diagonal cannon that you basically you're on the roller coaster and it cannon launches you out of this. Okay. Um so instead of going tick 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 tick, this actually goes like naught to sixty or something up there. It's a bit like stealth. And, uh I assume so. I've not been on that. Actually I can't Is remember. This... I feel like st- I can't remember if stealth has a fast up or it's just a fast down. Stealth's that one that's literally just a you go up high and you come down really fast. It 
boasted as being might... like the fastest roller coaster in Europe for a brief period of time. Okay, okay. I worked at um... Fort Park at one point, guys. I know the fucking roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only well, I've been to Thorpe Park once. The one that I'm more um... familiar with. Yeah, the one that I'm more well versed in is Alton Towers. Same. Yeah, Al- Alton Towers is just Fort Park, but up north. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been well, to Alton it's... Towers a couple of times as a kid, so I'm not totally dis- dissimilar. Dissimilar? Yeah, Unfamiliar, yeah. I should say. Fucking mm-hmm, hell. Mm-hmm. Bad words. Uh- <laughs> I think uh, I think Nemesis was the one at, um, at Alton Towers that everyone gave a shit about because that was the one where you got like got dangled and you got your legs and you kicking it out and then you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I believe Alton Towers is the one that had the Alton that had the Alton uh, had the roller coaster that ripped some teenager's arm off. Yeah, can't remember um, what that was called though. Uh, Oblivion. Does that sound right? Oblivion is one of them, but I don't know how you get your arm ripped off on that because all it does is just you just drop and go down and then you're done. Well, my, That's my, literally Oblivion. Uh, yeah. it, it must be another one. I'm just like, bear in mind it was a new roller coaster and I've not been taught in towers in like 15 years, so yeah, like I, I generally don't know the name, but I remember it being a real big fucking news day. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was also one at Flamingo Land where multiple people died on the same thing and they still kept it open. <laughs> so when we went on it, like it was a known thing that people died on this. I'm like, yeah, let's go on it. The death roller coaster. It's not even a roller coaster. It's just a fucking stick with a bunch of seats on it and it just swings you around. See, but... I can actually tell you my most terrifying experience on a roller coaster. Oh. All right. Uh, I don't know if people know this outside of the UK, but in Fort Park, there is a saw theme ride, a roller coaster. Yeah, there is. Uh, I know, because I worked in the fucking store for it. Anyway, because no. I worked in Fort Park, there were some occasions when we were doing our training that it was just like, we've got nothing for you to do today. Uh, have an hour break, do what you want. Uh, an hour was enough time to do one ride. Uh, I went on the ride with uh, one of my female colleagues. Why did I say it like that? It makes me sound like a creep. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Um, I can't one remember. One of your colleagues who happened to be a lady. I can't remember her name. So that's why I went, a female. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's even worse. I had it. No, no, you no. are nameless. You are female. <laughs> Oh, you, the worst is that fucking Fox News anchor that calls them the fucking uh, birth givers uh, when they're having the abortion oh, discussion. No. Yeah, I know, right? That's fucked. But um, anyway, um, the only reason she's relevant to the story is she was there with me and she freaked out alongside me. Of uh, I'm a big fella. Yep. I know this. Uh, they put the saw thing. They put the safety harness on me, and the safety harness was up here instead of down here. And I was just like, this doesn't feel seven. And I'm like, okay. Like it was tight against me, but it was up here, and hers was down here because she was a skinny lady and uh, yep. and uh, I'm just like I am shitting myself right now and I said that out loud and she went yeah if I was you I'd hold on tight and I'm like <gasps> so the entire <gasps> ride round I am f- I've got a death grip on this fucking thing didn't matter it was perfectly safe but you know I was yeah, fucking terrified yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 I think um, isn't Saw the one that actually like inverts as part of one of the drops I haven't got a clue but it goes upside down a couple of times okay so yeah did not like the upside down bits Oh no! Normally the upside down bits are, are normally the the easiest ones because the idea is you get fast enough and it just like keeps you in the seat. Um, oh god! Here's the thing: I don't really like roller coasters. Mm-hmm. If I'm with a group, I will go on them because everyone wants to go on them. But I yeah. I I would not voluntarily just go. I'm gonna go on a roller coaster. Fair enough. It's like, just not my thing. <clears throat> at an amusement park, roller coasters are the thing that I like the best. <laughs> I don't really like amusement parks because that's all there is usually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who the fuck goes to an amusement park and goes, "I want to go on the teacups and nothing else." 
the first ever time I was at Disneyland, um, we were waiting for the fireworks, and this fucking kid just on repeat, 100% of the time, just went, I wanna go in the teacup, I wanna go in the teacup, and it just went on until the fireworks started, and then the teacups were closed. <laughs> 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 oh, take that random shit, kid. Yeah, little shit. Like, all they had to do was, like, have one of the party members just sit where they were gonna, like, stand for the fireworks while the other one took them off to the teacup, which was in, like, okay, everything's in walking distance, but you could throw a tennis ball and hit it. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's <laughs> uh, the point of a theme park is usually everything is within walking distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, this is the Disneyland where it had a it had a train going around the outside, so you couldn't be arsed walking from A to B, you could get on the train and get to it. I'm going to assume this was Florida then. Uh, yes, it was, yeah. There you go then. Yeah, they got the space for it, so why not? <laughs> what else are you going to do in fucking Florida? Um, I'm going to um, go see the Gators. Well, I was going to, yeah, fl- become Florida man. <laughs> boy, oh boy, man. I feel like we've wasted about 20 minutes of the episode talking about theme parks. Yeah, we have. That's fine. With the theme park tangent. <laughs> I'm, I am I might actually, when I pop this on the audio version, I might just put Super Sentai and theme parks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, Spider-Man birthed Sentai. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that is an interesting tidbit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, apart from that, the only other thing I've got is Big Bad Beetleborgs. Do you want to move on to that? Yeah, Big Bad Beetleborgs. Like you said, this one had the most focus on the human aspect and the sitcom bits, and there was a really good reason for that. Is because the the main Zordon of this show, Gabba, he looked like Jay Leno, and he was like this really, I wouldn't say cool looking, but very memorable. Like cartoonish, pale Jay Leno Elvis, who apparently was—he was like a what is he a ghost genie? Uh yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because you get the, the monsters, which is the mummy, vampire, and I think Frankenstein are chasing yeah. the kids around the mansion, and then they accidentally free him, and then he gives the kids a wish. So yeah, I. Kind of a yeah, ghost that- <laughs> genie? It's very unclear, yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he's uh, and he's the master of the house once he's free as well, isn't he? So Yeah, and that's what stops the, uh, well, that and the fact yeah, that they're the- big bad bogs now, but it stops the monsters from trying to kill them and eat them, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, very interesting, there's a very cool, well not cool, but direct parallel we can make to Power Rangers, and it feels like it's a trope, especially in Western Sentai shows. Yeah. And that trope is, who's the Green Ranger? <laughs> in Big Bad Beetleborgs. And I'm going to have to quote the wiki here because it's got a very concise summary so forgive me for that Rick sure sure, not a problem not a problem there is a six part episode string of shows where Vexor who is basically the Rita Repulsa Lord Zed etc you know the type of uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs creates his own Beetleborg Shadowborg which is a match for the Beetleborgs and briefly takes their powers away they had to call a temporary Beetleborg White Blaster Beetleborg aka Josh Baldwin and uh, after Shadowborg was destroyed Josh loses his powers and fucks off but the Beetleborgs would meet the Beetleborgs comic creator art fortunes during the six part stories and that's how the white blaster beetleborg exists aka look it's the green ranger story again because the green ranger story is always awesome yeah yeah (laughs) well i also like the idea of the shadow ranger so like obviously that you described it there's there's an evil beetleborg and he does evil beetleborg stuff um i always did like there being a a match for the good guys who is the same power set but that's what i'm saying the green ranger Ranger. that's exactly what that is except by the end of that story 
storyline he obviously has a face turn yeah in one of the other series they had a false team of them the psycho rangers and <laughs> they never revisited that and it's such a cool concept i don't know why they just only used it in that one episode but oh well um i can tell you yeah. why because every western sentai show does the same thing and they've always done it this way and it kind of works especially for kids they don't know any better um <laughs> where all of the suit fighting and suit action sequences are from the original sentai show everything when yeah. you can see the actors faces is filmed for the western audience yeah yeah totally totally so uh um, that's probably why they didn't bring them back because the western the the sentai original show didn't use them more than once okay so a yes but b i don't know why the sentai show didn't do this because this is a really cool concept because they Having... do they do it all the time except they usually only do it with one ranger i get what you're yeah. saying it would be cool to have a whole team for an extended period of time but when it's one it's very easy to do the face turn yeah i feel you i feel you um but yeah um i think the when they got the powers taken away they got new powers and that was the transition from season one to season two yeah makes sense um so they got to be different colored beetle borgs with different suits <laughs> gee <laughs> that's not suspicious characters. yeah yeah and <laughs> there was one that could be kind of bullshat into being okay this is the one that's a girl <laughs> In the first season, it was the red one, and in the second season, it was the purple one. Hey, this one, we can't see their dick. It's the girl. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't believe I said that. Um... <laughs> Because, you know, in this day and age, that's not necessarily even true now. Man, even the Yellow Ranger, you could you could see his knob sometime. And <laughs> Well, here's the interesting thing, because I, I, I had to Google a Sentai image for the background for the podcast. Always do. Yeah. And um, it's the White Ranger with a bunch of Rangers that aren't the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, I noticed this when this when this cro- when this this started uh, broadcasting. That is the original series that the White Ranger is from. Yeah. yeah. So whenever they film the White Ranger with the Mighty Morphin guys, that is original footage from Saban because they were from different series. Yeah, but I feel like after the uh, after uh, after the uh, the first season finished, Saban had the the you know common sense to go, "Hey, you're not using the suits anymore because you've moved on to different Sentai stuff. Can we borrow them?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, or at least have the rights to reproduce them. Yeah. Like um which I've got yeah, I've... they did that even right in the beginning. Like even in the first Green Ranger episodes, you could tell when there was a plastic thing that he was wearing as his shield, that was original, and when it was cloth and foam, that was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough, that, man. That was that was original footage from the western side. Mm. Like, um, I brought these along because they're nice and easy, and I, uh, I don't have to, uh, you know, struggle to bring them downstairs and do this and that with them. Uh, I yeah, do, yeah. I do have a replica of the Red Ranger's helmet. Yes, and uh, it's just made out of plastic. It's not anything fucking high tech, and I'm pretty sure I got it from Etsy, so it's not official or anything. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> one of my ambitions is to get it signed by both Mighty Morphin Red Rangers. Yeah, good idea. The only annoying thing is. is like I said it's very cumbersome because it's big yeah. <laughs> so it'd be very annoying to have to take that to a comic con oh you could go as a burglar like, you could uh, you could cosplay as like a, a traditional like burglar you know the stripy suit and the swag bag yeah but here's the problem Rick because of my size I would actually look like the hamburglar that's good no I don't want to fucking dress as that prick I'd rather dress as Grimace <laughs> it, although that being said I could dress as the repo man from WWF or the crusty burglar ugh <laughs> Oh my god, he's He's already dead. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine if Ronald McDonald just started beating the ever loving shite out of the hamburger in front of a bunch of kids? I would love it and find it hilarious, but it would traumatize some people. (laughs) 
<laughs> I can see it exactly as well. It would be something like some um, some meth head suit actor who's it's the it's his first day and he's like ah yeah little yeah wee gobshite and then just go for him. Yeah. <laughs> I like how your go-to accent for a meth head is Scottish. Yeah. Well, like it's the opposite, isn't it? Like I don't think they even make meth in Scotland. Uh, it's it's the angriest thing I could think of straight away. It's a Scottish person calling someone a gobshite. So and uh, for our one Scottish listener, we apologise for calling you a meth head. Um... No, I'm saying. <laughs> The Scottish people are not meth heads, but the angriest thing I could think of as a Scottish person. And we're sorry for that insinuation. Um, oh, they fuck it. I'm pretty sure most Scottish people have gotten over that fucking stereotype by now, right? Nah, the angriest thing I can actually think of is a re- Republican, but I can't do that accent. Nah, nah. <laughs> um, but yes, I don't think we could talk about Sentai without bringing up the fact that it has been parodied to fucking death. Oh, it has, absolutely. The two I can think of at the top of my mind. One is quite funny, one is just it exists and it's isn't even a real parody so much as this is a thing we're doing because it's cool um the first one is the fucking Ginyu Force. Yes, yes. They're fucking great. <laughs> I love them. I love the fact that Team Four Star really leans into it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They use the... I think that the song that they have for the Toku Sentai song was actually from the Japanese show as well. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, if you listen to it long enough, they, they actually talk in Japanese about who they are and what their power is. Like, I am Berta, I'm the fastest in the universe and all that. <laughs> uh, but I also like the bit beforehand with Vegeta who goes, it's Ginyu Force, they're like the Power Rangers. Who? Big Bad Bill. Bugs, uh, multicolored men from space. Oh yeah! Oh damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the other one is, of course, the Prison Rangers from Disgaea. Yes, which yes, yes, uh, which yes. again is a parody, but it's also like played straight. It's literally just that. And like most re- recently, Piori, our first actual main character from yeah, the like, Prison Rangers. Yeah, like you say, main character Prison Ranger. We've had playable ones in the past, but this is the first time we've had one who's named, has her mask off, and is really cute. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Oh, she is adorable. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. Like I liked a lot of the Disgaea Six cast. I liked. But, I, yeah. I didn't have any issue with them, but I think that's a podcast for another day. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, uh, what was I going to say about that? I apologise. My, my train of thought has crashed. Uh, we're talking about parodies. Uh, Does that help? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I was going to bring it back slightly. The first time I ever heard the term Sentai was actually in a D&D book. Interesting. What edition? Uh, it was a third edition D&D book, but it was a spin-off book called Big Eyes, Small Mouth. It was anime D&D. <laughs> And they codified a load of anime tropes into classes. Yeah, that's cool. I love that. That's an awesome concept. And the uh, the Sentai was on its own. It was shit. But if you like, had five of them, main, yeah, its main thing was team attack. So it got exponentially stronger the more Sentai you had in your party. So basically, hey, if you if you want to play Sentai, then that's what the campaign's going to be. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, but because it was D and D three point five, well, D and D third ed three point five, you could just multi class anything. So you could just be a a giant robot. Student Student, Sentai, Hot Rod. <laughs> I hate everything you just said. I've, I've now come down from my high of hearing the magnificence of this concept to, oh, that's dumb. Yeah, and uh, because it was fully compatible, you could be a barbarian cleric Sentai. Nope. <laughs> Man, how cool would it be if just if just one of the team members was multi-class into Barbarian and was just like, fuck this, went rage and started ripping monsters apart with their bare hands. To be fair, that's usually what the fucking Green Ranger is. Yeah. <laughs> the one that's the actual Barbarian ace. The Knuckles, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I think the only other thing I know you definitely wanted to talk about was VR Troopers, because you keep bringing it up. Yeah, um, it was the first additional one they did. I remember being really excited for it when I was a kid, because 
because it was the first time there'd been a Power Rangers that wasn't Power Rangers. <laughs> Watched the first, well, just before the first episode came out, they released toys. Yep. I remember getting a three ninety nine toy, which was, uh, you know, when you know you used to get action figures that were like on a cardboard back rather than the full size Action Man ones. Like the Action Man ones were like twelve quid, which was a big deal. But the three ninety nine ones you could get with a couple of weeks pocket money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I got that. I was really excited. Saw the first episode. It was shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the interesting thing about VR Troopers. The only reason it's even on my radar is I remember the name. Yeah. And for a brief period of time, Netflix had pretty much all the Sentai shows or the westernized versions of them, I should say. And uh, that was one of them. And I was like, oh, that's cool. We'll do a podcast about that one day. Oh, it's gone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't even know yeah. the concept. Well, I can kind of guess from VR Troopers. I assume it was virtual reality rather than actual real life. A uh, combination of both. So things were happening in real life, but the way that they thought it was in the VR world. It sounds a bit like so, Reboot. Yeah, it was that and well it's kind of between that and Persona um, don't you dare compare shite to Persona exactly like it was the, the concept that the new Personas use like specifically 4 and 5 not 3 and below um, but done badly in the past like the main villain was this billionaire who wanted to like control the city and you're a billionaire just, you can buy the city yeah I think that's the entire point you wanted to buy the city to just make a nuclear power plant every week and um, they had to go hacking into the Matrix to stop him <laughs> because he was using instead of just using his money he was releasing some cyber virus into the un, into the cyberspace try and like hack the deeds to own things or something that's some fucking f- stupid yeah that bad writing I guess I guess their excuse yeah. is kids aren't going to think about it for too long but the problem is everybody knows that if you write a kids show you need to write a show that adults can enjoy yeah just like, use concepts I'm, that kids can understand I was nine and I was able to discern that it was shit that's not a good sign yeah mind you it <laughs> Reminds me, I remember I was watching a podcast called, um, ah, bollocks. Uh, hang on, hang on. It's a wrestling podcast. Old school, old school wrestling review, I think. Yeah, OSW. Okay. Um, where there was a storyline back in the day where The Undertaker had to uh, fight the fake Undertaker because the fake Undertaker had taken over. Okay, The Undertaker. The Underfaker, if you will. And, oh, the Undertaker, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but before that, it was just the, the fake Undertaker. And there was always something a bit off about him. Uh, like, if you, if you fucking, if you're an adult, you know it's not The Undertaker. However, uh, one of the lads who was watching when um, his daughter came in and goes, is that The Undertaker? Oh, wait, no, it's not. And um, at which point he goes, congratulations, WWF, you almost fooled a small child. (laughs) 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 It's like, fucking, if you can't fool a small child, don't do it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's one of the evil genius tropes of, on the evil genius list, one of the things is, I shall not proceed with a plan that I cannot both explain to a six-year-old and not therefore immediately be foiled by said six-year-old. Well, that's also another thing, isn't it? Where they say you don't truly understand a subject unless you can explain it to someone else. Granted, it's a bit different explaining something to another adult than it is to explain it to a child. But, you know, it still it still stands. To a degree, like, teaching is a very obvious skill. Not teaching. Um, just explaining it to someone else. Sure. Like, I, I specifically said explaining, not teaching. Yeah, <laughs> but learning and relaying are different skills. I get you, but again, like, if you, if you think you know, understand a subject, you can probably explain it to someone else they don't have to understand everything about it but they can get the core gist yeah, now they can, th- in, they can be al- along for the ride and enjoy the ride so hello viewers <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but uh, there's obviously exceptions to the rule. I uh, used to have a Muslim co-worker who, um, yep. on a regular basis, because we're bored of shit at work, we work retail, um, we discuss... He used to say belief system, but obviously atheism isn't a belief system. It's the lack of yeah. a belief system. But whatever, I yeah, let him yeah. have that one. It was a really fucking... would have been really petty of me to constantly argue that point. Of um, mm-hmm. He'd tell me shit 
bit about, um, well, his faith, which not a lot of it sunk in, not going to lie, but I learned about a bit more about Ramadan and shit like that. And I tried to explain evolution to him for the longest time. And I it, was, it wasn't it was like talking to a brick wall, but it, it very much felt like he just didn't want to understand. Yeah. Because the why, conversation... Why do we come from monkeys if we still have monkeys? In his defense, <laughs> he never said shit like that. It, no. Th- th- it was always the same thing of like, well, here, this, that, black, X, Y, Z. And he went, I just don't get it. And like, so I'll try a different method tomorrow. But like, the, uh, I, I'm going to go on a rant. I apologize. Uh, the evolution thing, I, I, I have a go-to for it. Yeah. My go-to is fruit flies. Because mm. there's a very well-known experiment. Can't remember, I, I can't remember the exact details of the scientist or anything. But fruit flies. the Punnett squares and all that and all that. Sort of. Maybe that's what the, the, the thing that they're kept in is called. But, um. And again, I simplify it and I don't actually use the exact results from the um, experiment because I can't remember that much information off the top of my head. But it's very simple. Fruit flies only live a couple of days at best. Yeah. So you can go through generations really, really quickly. And um, what the scientists did for the experiment is, we'll just take two because it's easier to explain. One enclosure, they were only fed grapes. The other enclosure, they were only fed lemons. After about three weeks, we're talking about 10 or or more generations after two weeks. Yeah. Both sets of fruit flies now look completely different mm-hmm. because because they've evolved to a diet of grapes or a diet of lemons. That's it. That's the simple gist of it. You know, I, f- I feel like that's a rather simple way of explaining evolution. However, like, the questions that come from that are usually a bit more difficult to answer because some people struggle with even that concept, you know? Yeah, some people have chosen their side and are sticking to it. I, I mean, I'll admit, I'm very pig-headed when it comes to religion. I, yeah. I, I, I don't see the point in hearing the same arguments again and again. So, I get it. it. It sucks to hear the same thing again and again and again and still go like, yeah, but I don't think that's correct, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, you, you got to be willing to at least uh, not accept necessarily. But yeah, it's one of those where you can say I understand, but I don't agree. Yeah, but I don't even get that usually. Yeah, but yeah, uh, it's, it's the opposite of the the average voter. Like for every side of I don't understand, but I agree. That's <laughs> how you get votes. Is you, you trick people into agreeing with you by glossing over things that you know that they're probably not going to understand because if they did, they wouldn't vote for you. We'll free up six hundred million pounds for the NHS. We're not. Gonna spend yeah. it. We're, we're not going to spend it on the NHS, but we could have it for the NHS. Yeah. Tax billionaires. Um. Anyway, yeah. I think um. I think that's probably it for us, isn't it? Isn't this is anything else you want to touch upon? Um. There was also the Mystic Knights of Turnanog, but I know nothing about it. Fuck so. off! That wasn't Sentai. <laughs> that was just a that that wasn't Sentai. I promise you, it weren't. Yeah. Was it just another Saban thing that just happened to be a team? I think so. Like they went back in time to medieval England, and that would be a very really uh, an odd one uh for a yeah, Japanese yeah. show to do. Yeah. Was it? like Celtic mythology something like that yes and uh, I heard this from someone else it's not me saying it but um, the most unrealistic thing about that show isn't the mystical bullshit it's the fact they had a black kid <laughs> it's true though a black kid in medieval England oh boy oh, medieval England no 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 no, no. definitely not medieval like that's like the 1400s yeah no like the only thing <laughs> worse would be oh fuck I can't remember the years that slavery was really bad in the states because I'm not from there I'd say like 1800s uh, yeah, <laughs> 1800s yeah. well, USA maybe might be worse. Let's just say, when it first started, 1776, yeah, it was still obviously a thing then. <laughs> That's true. Like I said, man, um, we don't get taught American history in England, believe it or not. <laughs> no, we just have to learn it via osmosis. If we need to, if we want to learn any American history, we have to go out and, like, get it on off our own backs. So, by doing so, we tend not to get a version that's skewered one way or the other. I don't think you could skew slavery into a good thing. No. Right. Um, the only way it ever gets skewed into a good thing is by glossing over it and saying, oh, it was about land rights. Uh, like, the whole Civil War Oh, you're War talking thing. about, yeah, no, that's Civil War. That's different to 
slavery outright. However, I'll put it this way, all right? Do you know why I, I know what I know about slavery? Go ahead. Mostly because of video games. <laughs> Fair enough. Not even a joke. <laughs> like, that's the thing. A, lo- a lot of what I know about real-world things comes from fiction, or, or is bound in bound and grounded in fiction. If something is an interesting enough topic, then yeah, you will go and look at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Case in point, um, I really liked Dynasty Warriors as a kid. Yeah. They had a glossary that said Romance of the Free Kingdoms. I went, what the fuck is that? Oh, it's a book. <laughs> oh, I'm going to read the shit out of that. Oh, I ostracised myself for five years because it's all I read. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. And on that bombshell, shall we wrap up? Yeah. If you liked the video uh, da, ba, the da, ba, da, ba. <laughs> Questions, you prick. Yeah. So, from all the Super Sentai, or mostly the spin-offs, really, do you have a favourite moment? Uh, the crossover between Kamen Rider and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because it's the one I remember. Ditto. <laughs> I don't remember what happens in that episode, but it's on Netflix. Maybe we'll do it for review one day. Maybe we shall. Yeah, yeah. Now, exactly. That's that's exactly it. Like, it was a really good way to introduce a new hero that wasn't going to stick around. Yeah. It was, it was like a three or five parter or something. I think it was like a five parter and it didn't show up until like part two because the part one was getting to the planet. I think it was a three parter because sure. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles also had a crossover in that series and they had two episodes. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, what I might be thinking of is he didn't show up until the second part of the first episode because it was shown on TV and you had adverts. <laughs> Maybe so, man. Man, kids these days always complaining about adverts. They don't know the struggle. No, no. Adverts no. used to be a godsend. You spent three hours drinking juice and having some snacks. I need to piss. But what? Oh no, Yo Asakura's about to get killed by Len. Oh, oh, sweet. That little square little thing is showing up in the corner. That means the advert's coming up. Okay, I've got five minutes to have a piss. I don't need a shit. I can hold it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's ITV. It's going to take longer. I yeah, I've got time to fire one out as long as it don't require a <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, my my favourite moment is the same. <laughs> yeah. And we can't always talk about the good, we, just, we have to talk about the bad stuff. Do you have a weakest link? I'll be honest with you, I feel like, um, I'm going to bring up merchandising again. Merchandising crap is crap in, in the West. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Look at this. Tell me you wouldn't buy a full set of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers helmets. Look, that's so cool. You can't see it because it's yeah. dusty as fuck, but, um... <laughs> Uh, but I can see it's, I can see the um, there's like a jewel effect on the eyes and that looks actually really neat. Yeah, but it's also like uh, ro- uh, it's got it in a in in Japanese, but it's Masked Rider best selection free. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it's Bandai. Bandai should know better. They know how to merch. Oh, then again, it's Japanese, isn't it? I keep forgetting that fact. So Bandai yeah. knows what they're doing in Japan. Don't know what the fuck they're doing in the West. Slash, I think it's Hasbro <laughs> now. Um, but yeah, uh, what about you? Do you have a weakest link for me? My weakest link is as we we touched on it before, but as a nine-year-old, I could tell that VR Troopers was shit. Your weakest link is the entire concept of VR Troopers. <laughs> That's a big weak link, man. Uh, oh, apparently don't, my, move on, move my on, video's don't frozen. It. I think my video's frozen. Yeah, don't, so, don't worry about it. So, uh, after everything, do you have an MVP? My MVP, and I had to look up his name because I didn't know his first name, is Haim Saban. <laughs> yep, yep. It's a. Uh, it's normally a pretty easy one with things like that. Um, he's the visionary who wanted to make the, the most amount of money out of something that was already made. <laughs> 
pretty much, but you cannot deny that without him, we would not have had Power Rangers in general, let alone all the other Sentai shit that we got. Because bear in mind, this was a time where you couldn't just look up shit from other countries' TV, uh, you know, TV stations, you know? It had to be localised. Yeah, yeah. Um, Saban's entire catalogue is, like, there's a very small amount of it that is actually Sentai. Like, he was very prolific in bringing things over from, mostly from the East, but sometimes uh, creating things from scratch, but yeah, mostly just re- re- rebranding something that was already made. But again, um, back in the back in the time when he was doing that, that was crucial to get shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, we wouldn't have had Digimon if it weren't for Saban. Man, I can't imagine my life without Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thank you, Saban, mostly for Digimon, but also for Power Rangers. <laughs> Power Rangers was a bigger part of my childhood, not gonna lie. But Okay, yeah, just because my childhood started early, yeah, then yes. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, Rick, I'll throw it back at you. Who do you think deserves the MVP spot? I think he does, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, as much as there were rumblings of him not being a very good boss to work for... Um, you could say that about any producer. Yeah, like, the whole reason that three of the Power Rangers left was because he wasn't a very good boss to work for. <laughs> that being said, not heard any sexual assault allegations, which is a, Absolutely not. a pretty big fucking deal for a producer. It's not a, not a very high bar, but it's, um, it's surprising how many people trip over it. Yeah, it's not surprising, it's depressing, but I get yeah. your, your point yeah. still stands, and you know, yeah. I'll be honest with you, it's sad, but it, it is a point in my book that he hasn't had any allegations. He has had mm-hmm, allegations mm-hmm. of stealing music, but that's, uh, I don't care, that's not sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that, that's not, oh. Uh. But yeah, uh, Haim Saban gets, we, we, we've we agreed on both the, the favourite moment and the MVP, so. <laughs> a pretty easy episode today. Yeah. So, on that bombshell, if you like the episode, rate, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> I told you we don't do that. Subscribe. Subscribe only if you think we deserve it. I think that's about as good as we can ask for, really. Um, If you're listening to us on one of the audio platforms... You can send us an email. Where would that email go to? Uh, NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com. Once again, that is NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com. We do read every email, because of course you do. It's mostly spam. Yep. <laughs> um, so it's going to be a goodbye from me. Yeah, and it's going to be a jolly farewell from me. Please join us next week, guys. Bye. I'm waving, you can't tell. Bye. Bye-dee-bye.